Welcome to Absorb and Yell, a SpongeBob Deep Dive, the podcast where me and my friends talk about the making of and our admiration for SpongeBob SquarePants. My name is Sam Roberts, and to give you an idea of how uh, today's show is going to go, um, me and Sarah have, uh, this is our third attempt at starting the show. So um, everybody, uh, give it up for Sarah. Sarah Watka is on the podcast today for the int- for the whole time. The whole dang time. Which is why we're going to let this whole sound effect go. I like, I've never caught that before. There's like one, like, uh, <laughs> there's like two actually, like, woo, two, uh, <laughs> as Morgan would call them, woo girls. <laughs> they are woo girls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Sarah, uh, what the heck are, are we doing here today? Well, Sam, today we are responding to. Mail, mail, mail. Isn't that how Steve Burns used to say it on a yeah. Blues Clues? I would sing it, but I don't know if it's copyrighted. True. Well, mail. I don't know if um, copyrighted Nickelodeon material is something that we worry about on this show. If if they were copyright claiming us, <laughs> this show would have been dead in the water, pun intended, uh, a year ago. But. <laughs> Anyway, hey, Sarah, you never got yeah. the chance to react on the air to um, that Steve from Blue's Clues video. I obviously referenced it like in my monologue at the start, but do you, you want yeah. some space to process that here? Yeah, I'd say that I'm still working through it. I'm still processing through it. But ultimately, you know, it was like a phone call from an old friend, mm. um, but also an old friend that really just left you in the dust. Yeah. So there's some pain there uh-huh, for but, higher um, education. Yeah, 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 and you know the rumors, and you know none of us Dude, know what's happening, man. I tweeted this out and then immediately deleted it because I was like, I don't think anybody knows what I'm talking about. But I, I had originally tweeted at least with this video. Not at least. I love the video, but one of the many great things about this video is we can finally put to rest this urban legend that Steve from Blue's Clues died of an overdose. Because yeah, all growing up, I was like. Bro, you can just look it up. Like he's on Wikipedia. Like you can just two seconds, mm-hmm. Google it. You'll see he's not dead. But people are like, no, mm-hmm. I, I heard my mm-hmm. uncle's cousin told me. So anyway, <laughs> uh, shout out to Steve. No, where's the the woo that? Not this one. Is it this one? There it is. Yeah. The guy um okay i'm sorry i'm taking too long to for this introduction everybody this is it's a very simple episode today what we're doing as i explained last week uh we've got a couple weeks before we're gonna start um covering the the film um uh but you nice listeners uh get at least two more um times with um your your uh, big sister uh sarah um <laughs> because today we're gonna be covering all of your your um listener mail letters of what your favorite moment and or episode from SpongeBob SquarePants was. And we'll talk about help wanted next week and other stuff. Who cares about that stuff? Cause we're living for the moment today, right here and right now. So the point is live for today. YOLO. No, that's whatever. Um, I've taken way too long to talk about this, but the, we're doing fan letter. It's the thing that I've talked about for like two months and I kept saying like, it's going to happen next week. It's finally here. We're finally going to do here, it. Yeah. 
So so here's the way that this is going to work. Um, I'll read a letter. Me and Sarah will respond to it and let you know if you did, if it was worth reading or not. I'm just kidding. No, we'll, <laughs> we'll uh, react or whatever, you know. I was telling Sarah, this is going to be like the easiest podcast ever because we're just really reading off your content um, and then reacting to it. But so we'll do all that, um, you know, Sarah piece or whatever. But then remember, listeners, after uh, this listener mail section, I've got a super secret crazy segment for you bonus segment at the end of the episode, which not even Sarah knows about. So be freaking stoked for that. Before all that, in the interest of continuing to not start the show, um, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah didn't know about this. I'm showing her this for the first time. I have a package, which you can maybe wow. hear on the mic listeners. Can you guess what's in this, Sarah? Can I guess what's in that? Um, I'm going to guess that it's some form of... Magazine and or book. Well, what magazine and or book, if that's your guess? <laughs> well, I'm going to guess. <gasps> Wait a st- gosh dang second. Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> um, well, my two guesses are one that you somehow got a copy of the Pitch Bible. Mm. And my second guess is that it's the book you talked about that you got from the scholastic book fair and you found it on <laughs> eBay or something. Those are two very good guesses. The SpongeBob one. I would crap my pants if Ugh, I got wrong, like though. a pitch Bible, but, but you're kind of close. It is. Can you tell what that is? <gasps> this is a physical copy of the Hogan's alley issue, uh, in which we have an oral history of SpongeBob SquarePants. I just decided I was like, I have quoted this so many times. I think that they've earned my money by by this point. Granted, I had already bought the Kindle edition of an oral history of SpongeBob SquarePants. That was only 99 cents. So I was like, why not have the original print magazine that it was originally in? So incredible. It's just, it's it doesn't really affect the podcast much at all because you've already heard like all my quotes from it and stuff and all that. But um, anyway, it looks like there's like different pictures in here and stuff too so so everybody you should if you want one you should go to uh i think it's hoganalley.com um if it's not i'll put it in the show notes um to make sure it's correct but you should totally if you've enjoyed uh the the you know deep uh journalism that um that magazine has done on spongebob you should go uh give them your your patronage and i'm sure that they will say as spongebob says in the episode chocolate with nuts thank you for your patronage (laughs) <laughs> how confused were you when i when i opened that package sarah i was pretty confused but now i understand and sometimes that's just how life is yeah that's fair um hopefully it doesn't cut through on the recording but when i asked you how confused were you when i opened that right then you got like a lag and it was like i was pretty confused <laughs> I was like, oh no, the orb of confusion. But all right, Sarah, <clears throat> this first letter comes in from uh, Colton. So I guess what I'll do, Sarah, is I'll just read it and then mm-hmm. ask you what you think. And then. Perfect. Yeah. So this one, this is uh, impressive. So Colton has written in many times before uh, a, uh, a class act uh, SpongeBob fan and absorbent and yellow fan. Uh, subject line says, favorite SpongeBob episodes ranked. He uh, then writes in and says, Hey, Sam, I attend... Oh, what? Oh, 
I listened the I I oh I'm an idiot. He says I added the podcast on Twitter already. Um but in trying to decide what episode of SpongeBob to write in about, I ended up uh trying to rank them instead because that's just how my brain works. Obviously, you don't have to go through the entirety of it on the show, but it would I would be interested in your thoughts on my top 10 or any other episodes placement on the list. Thanks as always for all your hard work, Colton. And then he has linked to his Twitter where he's tweet tweeted out uh his list. He's ranked all 116 episodes of SpongeBob, breaking wow. up all the different parts and everything. Um so I, I figure I'll I'll just read his top ten in um ascending order from ten to one, which as we've discussed before is the better way to write listicles. Uh if any journalists are listening. Um but before I do that, I just thought it'd be interesting. Can you guess what his uh his number last is, Sarah? His last oh yeah. his one sixteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um uh I mean I'm gonna say probably spongebob house party so spongebob house party is 105 on colton's list his very last one is sandy's rocket how do you feel about that sarah (laughs) that Uh, was a very visceral reaction offensive to me (laughs) but i mean does he have a lot of I, i i don't know he might not be a season one guy uh i don't know i guess we'll see when we get into the top 10 but um, I'd love his, to know his reasoning. I'll, but... do, I'll, I'll read off his bottom five quick. Uh, okay. So uh, very bottom is Sandy's Rocket. Then up one, The Chaperone, Reef Blower, Muscle Bob Buff Pants, and Biggest Fanatic. I guess most of those are season one. Um, <laughs> so anyway, interesting. Well, let's read his uh, top 10. Um, Colton's number 10, best SpongeBob, or favorite, I should say, favorite SpongeBob episode. Graveyard Shift. Very good one. Uh, mm-hmm. Then uh, he's got Survival of the Idiots. Mm-hmm. That's a Sandy episode. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Krusty Krab Training Video, Squid on Strike, Fry Cook Games, Band Geeks, Dying for Pie, Pizza Delivery, Hall Monitor, and then his number one, Life of Crime. So wow! There you go. I don't. Uh, or one of those is a season one. Um, mm-hmm. Looking through the rest of his list, he's got a, a bunch more season ones in like the next ten. So I don't okay. think he's a season one hater. But yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's his. Wow. Let's let's see. Reacting to. Uh, I should preface this to obviously you know. Um, we, we're all going to have different lists or whatever. So there's no, I, I asked you all to just write in your personal favorite, which is, you know, extremely subjective. So yes, I was, there's I was no ju- wrong answers. Yeah. I, I might've said earlier, we'll judge uh, if, you, if it was worth, I that's, I'm obviously completely joking, but so maybe we can just react. I guess any thoughts that you have at all, Sarah, but, um, but any thoughts uh, specifically on the episode life of crime? Um, Honestly, I don't, remember it that much i mean i probably have watched it in the recent uh past Mm. but i don't remember a ton of it i guess you covered it so you probably remember more than i do but it's It's weekly steel balloon yeah it's free balloon day you should revisit it it's a very it's it's a funny episode there's so many good moments in that episode 
Yeah. I, um, and I think a lot in his top 10 would probably, a few of them would definitely be in my top 10. Mm, And I mm. think it's very impressive that, um, he ranked all All of them. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Colton, I was inspired by, uh, your list, which was apparently, as you say, inspired by my call to action. I was inspired to make mm-hmm. my own, uh, like ordering all of them, what my favorite is. And I forgot to do it, partly because it's probably going to be like a lot of work, at least for me. Um, but I'm going to do it. So that'll be my tease for next week. Come back, everybody, next week to hear. Um, well, I, I won't read, I guess, all of, you know, 116 <laughs> of them, but maybe I'll read my top 10 and I'll tweet out the rest like, uh, like Colton did, but, um, so anyway, so that's from Colton. Uh, let's, let's, um, I'll give a quick, thank you, Colton. No, we need a better. Thank you, Colton. Yeah. Uh, Thanks Colton. It's not a very, sorry. (laughs) I don't have very good normal. There we go. Ha, the, uh, this file is titled, please for the love of God, play this one dot MP3. And I just remember that I named it that because I knew I was going to play that when Jay Lender was on the podcast. Uh, And I was so terrified that I would accidentally play the booing one. (laughs) So I had to title it so that there wouldn't be any mistake, but that's awesome. (laughs) anyway. Okay. Thank you, Colton, so much for writing in Mm -hmm. Sarah. Mm -hmm. Do you have a letter for us? You know what, Sam? I do have a letter and we just got it. Just kidding. I'm not going to sing that. Um, all right. Should I just get into it? Yeah. All right. This letter comes from Lauren. And Lauren says, hi, Sam. Long time listener. First time caller. I want to start by thanking you from the bottom of of my heart for all the hard work that went into making this show. I don't think words can accurately describe how much joy it brings me each and every week. You made something that was already so lovely and meaningful, even more special to me and many others. So thank you again, Sam, Morgan, and all of the guests for being so wonderful and bringing the show into the world for all of us to enjoy. Now, in regards to my favorite episode of SpongeBob, my favorite episode hasn't changed in all my years since it aired when I was nine years old. The Krusty Krab training video is by Whoa. far my all-time favorite episode. It's different, it's unexpected, and it's absolutely hilarious the entire way through. I was so ecstatic when you reached that episode in the podcast, and you found it just as charming and side-splitting as I do. Like all other SpongeBob episodes, it is more entertaining to watch now more than ever, because, thanks to you and your guests, I have a new perspective on all of my favorite jokes and gags. I just can't say it enough. Thank you. Keep it spongy. (laughs) And signed Lauren Fearman with they, them pronouns. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, that's so nice. I feel very self-indulgent right now. I didn't think to read through these before. Like I like sent half of them to Sarah. So I'm like, am I really just made Sarah read a letter like complimenting me in my podcast? But (laughs) no, I think it's better that I read it so you can just really absorb it and listen to it and 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 be glad. Uh Yeah, and and what's worse, uh, making you read the compliments or me being like, Sarah, listen to this one. (laughs) I love your podcast so much. Just kidding. No, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'll react quick and then I want to hear your thoughts, Sarah. But first of all, uh, it was Lauren, correct? 
Yes. Lauren, thank you so much for writing in. That is honestly like so nice to hear. And, you know, when I started making the podcast, I was like, uh, you know, I'm just going to make it like just for fun. Frick it, whatever. Like this is just for me to listen to. And like, I'm sure some of my friends might want to listen or whatever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but I was like really content with like, if five people listen to this every week, I don't freaking care. Like I, I'm just doing this cause it's fun. So when people did start li- like listening to it, um, and to, to today we're like regularly like 200 people listen within the first week that <laughs> each episode premieres is super crazy to me, but it, it's like, makes me very, very happy to hear when people, um, express like it was just really nice listening to and makes me appreciate mm-hmm. spongebob more so mm-hmm. thank you so much um the uh crusty crab training video i have to say dude i knew that it was funny but when we got to that one mm-hmm. i was dying i was like this mm-hmm. is a sleeper hit video i just yeah i i knew that it or, or episode rather i knew that it was good but i was just like i cannot freaking believe how absolutely hilarious and unexpected this episode mm-hmm. is but yeah it yeah. it really is so good and i i find it very impressive that lauren you kept the same favorite episode since yeah, you were nine true. years old yeah. you knew as a nine-year-old what comedy was you knew as true. a nine-year-old that this was groundbreaking mm-hmm. i mean you knew what the rest of us just didn't and yeah. this well i guess I, I did think it was funny as a kid but. <laughs> Uh, I did not nice. know it was as incredible yeah, as, yeah, yeah. you know, it gets just better with age, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of freaking self-indulgent, Sarah, just now, just, you were smarter than everyone. Well, I, I knew too, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just... Anyway. No, Lauren knew first. Yeah. Lauren, freaking way to go. Everybody give it up for Lauren. Lauren, wherever you're listening to this, stand up and let us all clap for you. Yeah. And now take it's a over. bow. Yeah, take a bow and uh, sit back down. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lauren. All right. You ready for this next letter, Sarah? Oh, yes. Sarah, I forgot uh, about this one, but it's good that you're on the episode and that I'm reading this one because this letter, subject line says, Sarah Wadka Fan Club. This letter comes in from Katie. Katie says, hi, Sam. It's Katie again. I'm the one that emailed you about the musical. I know it's been a long time since you did the After Dark segment on the musical, but I just wanted to tell you it made me so happy. I totally agree with pretty much all of y'all's opinions, especially about Patrick. I agree that uh, that casting choice, sadly, didn't capture uh, what makes Patrick so great. And I'm so excited to watch the musical again with your perspectives in mind because it's been a while um, since I've seen it. Uh, And truth be told, um, it had been a while since I'd seen it uh, in in its entirety, um, even when I emailed you about it. I was just uh, honored that you added such a big chunk of time to an episode just because of my email. And I was smiling so much the whole time. I have some other random thoughts. Uh, I've been taking notes on things I wanted to email you about. So here's a list. Number one. My dad also loves Spongebob. Growing up, he pretty much hated all of the other shows my brother and I watched, but he would always watch Spongebob with us, uh, and sometimes I still get him to watch it with me. Number two, this is dumb, but I think you mentioned you have thassalophobia, and so do I. The ocean is so scary. I literally don't even look like to look at pictures of it most <laughs> of the time, but for some reason, one of my favorite shows is about underwater life, so it's cool that apparently um. I'm not the only one. Number three, uh, next time she's on the show, can you tell uh, Sarah Wadka I said this? And then she has a link 
Hello? I love you. <laughs> I assume you were able to hear that, Sarah, based on the laughter. Yes. <laughs> so she said that and then said, she's so cool. Number four, I watched some Adventure Time because of you, and I really like it. Uh, so I'm here to say, please make an Adventure Time podcast if you want to. And what are your favorite episodes slash seasons? There's so many. Number five. Finally, I just want to thank you again for making the podcast. Uh, I'm in a weird stage of life, having just graduated college and moved back home, and it's been really nice to have this to look forward to. Ta-ta for now. Heart, Katie. Wow. What do you think of that, uh, Sarah? You got your own freaking fan club. I am so speechless, Katie, and I would like to also say something to you real quick. Hello? <laughs> wow wow i, I i'm kind of speechless right now i don't really know if i've had a fan like that you know yeah this is um, pretty crazy but yeah and and it's cool that i mean katie's basically the reason y'all did that yeah musical after dark that's the whole reason you uh -huh. watched the musical right yeah no it totally is yeah and like i shared um on that episode uh, in 2019, me and Morgan had tickets to see the movie, but we were just like so exhausted and we were about to get married and so just super busy and stuff. So we we're like, eh. Uh, Megan Anderson actually gave them to us because she had like a, a season pass to the theater in town. And she's mm -hmm. like, I don't really want to go to this, <laughs> but this seems like something you guys would want to go to. Mm -hmm. We ended up not going and we we're like, I'm sure we can go next year. And boy, were we made were to look like wrong? real asses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but so then, yeah, her email, I was like, eh, why not? We'll watch it now. So, but yeah, mm -hmm. no, of course, Katie, it was so fun um, reviewing it on the podcast. So thank you. Of course we would, mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, do it based off of, off of your email or whatever. But anyway, sorry, not to take away from you, Sarah, back to you being speechless. Oh, Any other? Well, well, no, I just, um, Katie, thank you for your, your kind words. And um, I think you're great. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. I'll run through these. Uh, number one, your dad also loves SpongeBob. Crazy. Add it to the list of yeah. uh, parents who love SpongeBob. For real. Number, number two, Thaslophobia. Dude, I freaking get it. Um, but I will say, I do look at pictures of the ocean just because I, I literally get like, I don't know, like a uh, adrenaline rush out of it. It's really weird. I don't know. Wow. But I can't do it in person. Like when me and Morgan went on um, our honeymoon to Jamaica, there's only one incursion where we were on a catamaran and uh, out over the ocean. And I like, it was giving me the heebie jeebies hardcore. Mm -hmm. I really mm -hmm. actually hated it. <laughs> but uh, what else? Uh, number three, uh, please tell Sarah this. There you go. Uh, number four, um, Adventure Time. Dude, Adventure Time's freaking awesome, Katie. Um, I would say you really got to just start at season one and go through. Like, it rewards watching it in order. At first, you'll be like, how does this reward watching it in order? It's a random adventure every episode. But then it just gets crazy. But if I had a, a go-to that I always like to, to share with people, it's episode one or two of season two, but it's called The Eyes. Um, and it's super weird, and it's just about Finn and Jake uh, trying to get rid of a horse that's spying on them while they sleep. So watch that one. Um, and then uh, number five, just want to thank you for making the podcast. Thank you for listening, Katie. Uh, you're great, as Sarah said. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Katie, please. Give it up for Katie, everyone. 
give it up. Louder. Louder. Ah! <laughs> All right. Um, did she ever say what her favorite episode was? Oh, I think I might have just held on to this because I was like, oh, hold on to this for when Sarah's on the... Anyway. Um, oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and thank you, Katie. Okay. Do you have another letter for us, Sarah? You know what? I do have another letter, Sam. Oh, frick. She does, everybody. <laughs> All right. So this letter comes from Taylor Schillings. And it says, Hello, Sam. Oh. It's Adam again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Hello, Sam. It's Adam again here with my pick for favorite SpongeBob episode and moment. I couldn't decide on an episode as my favorite. There's just too many to comb through and narrow down. Best moment, however, that's easy. <laughs> my all-time favorite moment comes from the SpongeBob movie taking oh. place in the Thug Tug. Oh, Pat and Sponge need to retrieve the key to the paddy wagon after it's been jacked from them. Pat requests being the distraction while SpongeBob takes the key from the paddy wagon thief. Mm -hmm. Patrick coldly and calmly walks in and, with a silence from the crowd, asks, Can I use your restroom? <laughs> As the thief is replying to Patrick, his eyes slowly track down to SpongeBob, reaching for the key. <laughs> Parentheses. Yeah. This is the moment. And parentheses. SpongeBob sits frozen in terror for a pregnant pause <laughs> before dusting his hands across the floor, claiming stupid contact lens. <laughs> and then he does a little, or Taylor, sorry, they yeah. do the um, XD, XD smiley oh, yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Good old Sponge, always able to save it at the last second. Mm. Thank you for the amazing podcast you've brought. I will definitely be re listening to it once it has finished. Wow. Have a great day. Okay, I'm sorry. I said Taylor, but I meant Adam. Adam, yeah. I got you. You're good. <laughs> um, Adam, if that is your real name. Just kidding. No, we know it is. Adam, thank you so much for writing in. That is a really freaking funny uh, moment from the movie, and there are so many underappreciated uh, moments like that in the film because it's just so goofy and weird, and it's like so much good SpongeBob and Patrick chemistry, and uh, gosh, it's just so freaking funny. And they really are like uh, play fast and loose with like the character models in the entire film, which is awesome because it the the whole thing is basically just like really silly doodles. Um, and yeah, so I just remember how like dumb Patrick looks in that scene, and can I? use a restroom it's much <laughs> it's just i don't know i'm sure you could tell from me giggling over it but it's a very good <laughs> moment um sarah you have watched the movie right do you I remember have. much from it no i really need to rewatch it i don't yeah. remember a ton at all so it'll be really fun to listen to mm -hmm. the episodes where you cover it too but i i need to watch it but yeah. i, I kind of recall this type yeah. of scene but I, I don't remember that exact moment so mm -hmm. sounds funny yeah though. it's very good very funny um okay uh adam uh thank you thank you adam give it up for adam everybody freaking give it up for adam please <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> Shout out to Jeb Bush. Okay. Um, this next one comes from uh, Beyond. Just some 2015 campaign humor. <laughs> Am I right, everybody? Oh, right? Uh, that reminds me of the other thing. Uh, Adam, so flattered that you're going to re-listen to the podcast. I really hope uh, that there's not too much... Uh, event-based topical humor, but I worry that there probably will be a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's see how this pandemic shakes out and stuff, you know. So I 
probably shouldn't have added all of those anecdotes, but anyway. Um, Thank you, Adam. Okay, this next one comes from Beyond. Beyond actually sent in a, a voice memo, but uh, he was the only one of all these letters that sent in a voice memo. Um, Sarah will have some friends' voice memos later, so I guess I'm kind of breaking the own rule. But all that to say, Beyond, thank you for sending it in. I'm just going to uh, read your response, uh, but you didn't do anything wrong, and we're proud of you. Um, basically, Beyond uh, writes in uh, with this and says that his favorite episode is the episode Krusty Towers. Um, and I don't know if you've seen this episode, Sarah, but this is actually a season four episode. That's oh, pretty wild. Yeah, and, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, so I, I, I just thought that was fun because um, I, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, basically Mr. Krabs turns the, he either turns the Krusty Krab into a hotel or he just starts a separate hotel chain called Krusty Towers. Um, I believe the name is a, a spoof off of Faulty Towers, which is a show that my dad watched growing up. Um, but uh, the, it's a great example of a season four and beyond uh, episode that is somebody's favorite. And mm -hmm. season four and beyond does not get very much um, representation on this show because I'm only covering the first original um, you know, 60 shows in the movie on this podcast, of course. Um, but also, I've shared about this before, but <clears throat> I remember this episode because I watched most of season four and then just kind of tapered off um, after that for, you know, whatever. We're not getting into <laughs> season four stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. But because um, that would do the opposite of what I'm trying to do here, which is to uh, honor and appreciate season four and all those episodes that many people love. So mm -hmm. shouts out. Uh, to you if, if uh, you also love Krusty Towers or any of the others. So, yeah. Um, I would, would ask you any thoughts there, but you haven't seen the episode or know what it's about, really. No, so. but, but thank you, Beyond, for sending that. And I I do love the season four representation. Yeah, shout and out. Kind of, yeah, Beyond's, you know, yeah. from the younger generation, too, True. I believe. So, yeah. uh -huh. shouts out, represent. Shouts out. You are a future... Yeah, I don't know if you're a Gen Z, but good luck uh, with this planet. Okay, um, Sarah, do you, you have one more letter that I sent you, I think, right? I do, in fact, have one more letter. Please grace our ears with it, please. Oh, absolutely, I will. This letter comes from Joseph. Hello, I recently discovered Absorbent in Yellow after hearing of your interview with Jane Lender and have been enjoying listening to it while I'm at work. Keep up the good work. I was particularly excited to hear y'all talk about the SpongeBob slash SpongeBoy Pitch Bible mm. as behind the scenes content for the production and history of the show interests me very much. I love seeing all the drawings and paintings Hillenberg did for it and how things have changed over the years. My favorite little detail being that the Krusty Krab used to be spelled with a C. Hmm. Also, another fun little detail not mentioned in the Pitch Bible is that when pitching the show, Nickelodeon execs didn't want SpongeBob to be a kid, even though Hillenburg really wanted him to. They came to a compromise being that SpongeBob perpetually has <laughs> to go to boating school. And because of it, we have Mrs. Puff as a character. Finally, my favorite episode has to be the drumroll, please. Uh, bu, 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 the Krusty Krab training video. Wow. Hey, what the heck? That's so <laughs> it's, fun. It's the one that I remember loving start to end. Again, wow. thanks for all. Thanks for doing all you do. Sincerely, Joseph Corbley Green. P.S. Nice. 
licking doorknobs is illegal on other planets. <laughs> classic, classic quote. Sarah, are you beginning to rethink what your favorite episode should be? We're getting a lot of uh, Krusty Krab training video representation here. And I'm, I'll, I'll, I kind of am rethinking it because <laughs> I have, I laughed in that episode from yeah. start to end. And when we, we recorded that uh-huh. podcast episode, I, I mean, I, I was crying laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That entire time. Uh-huh. Um, well, no, I wasn't crying the entire time, yeah. but you, you yeah. know. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think I need to rethink my ranking as well. Yeah. Frick. Oh, wow. Shouts out, Joseph. Shouts out. Yeah. Thank you, Joseph. Also crazy. I wondered if this would happen, but that you discovered us after the Jay Lenter interview. Uh, Jay, yeah. I, I think I just said Jay Lenter interview. I'm so sorry, Jay. Jay Lenter <laughs> interview. Um, I was like both stoked for that and felt bad for everybody that'd be like, I bet this is a quality podcast. And then went back and was like, oh, <laughs> No, it's this. It's absorbent and yellow. But um, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope that you enjoy these last uh, few weeks um, Mm -hmm. of the podcast. Um, And yeah, Krusty Krab training video. Sorry. Krusty Krab training video. So freaking good. I just like when I was a kid, I knew like, uh, you know, remember uh, Squidward poop like that would make me lose it. And Hoopla would make me lose it. Mm -hmm. But dude, rewatching it uh, as an adult, I was like every single moment down to just the editing is so funny. Like, Mm -hmm. so. And real quick, um, isn't the screenshot you used for the Jay Lender interview, Jay Lender (laughs) interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The interview. Yeah. (laughs) It's from that episode. It is. Yeah. It's from SpongeBob bowing down, (laughs) which, uh, sorry, I just hit my mic, everybody. But it's such, there's so many good memes with that format of him just worshiping something on the poster. But can I, can I quickly say what he said we should do or what he said you should do for the graphics? So he said, if we, I say we. If you interview, that's okay. You, I always say we too. Like, hey, we on the podcast. Everyone, people together. are probably confused. Like, wait, but it's, it's just literally a, you. Yeah. Like, it's just so uh-huh. funny. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, uh, if you ever interviewed anyone else, another writer, whoever, yeah. like, he, he suggested you put his photo in the trash mm. and then put whoever else's photo. Yeah. Up on the wall, which I thought was pretty funny. So I don't know if you'll do any other interviews. Yeah. But like, cool. It's a cool idea. I would be pretty freaking sick if I did do other interviews. I've thus far not had any success reaching out to anybody else, but if anybody hears this and wants to do an interview, please hit me up. Um, yep. Or if you got the them connections, also hitteth me upeth. Um, and I'll do it uh, because it is funny and to honor Jay, but I don't actually think that Jay is trash. And I'm uh, always impressed with how um, humble uh, and even self-deprecating Jay is. When we all know that he's the freaking goat. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just freaking this one's for you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, Joseph. Um, now this one's for you, Joseph. Whoa. Yeah, Joseph. Whoa. There it is. I've I've like memorized where in the <laughs> the sound clip now though comes um but yeah joseph no that's great and yeah the pitch bible uh what was super rad i just love seeing the doodles from the pitch bible most mm-hmm. seeing like what uh mr crabs first look like and stuff like mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. so anyway shout out um any other thoughts on that one before i read this this last letter sarah i i love the ps Mm, that oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah. reminding us of that. Um uh-huh. in case we ever go to other planets. Yes. Thank you, Joseph. 
You've, I'm pretty sure you've used that PS before, Sarah. I think I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Okay. Um, I got one more letter, and then we're going to move uh, into responses that we got from the Instagram. Um, uh, this one comes from, uh, their name is Project Apocalypse. So that's kind of spooky, but kind of cool. Very cool. This is really funny. Uh, they start by saying, before I properly get into what I'm going to say, this counts as both a regular listener mail and a favorite moment submission, uh, and I'll have uh, both separated and junk, so you can read the message now, the submission when you get them. Also, sorry for the other failed uh, message if you got it. I'm dumb. Um, and I did get it, Project <laughs> Apocalypse, and it made me laugh really hard, because basically, for Saren, for the listeners, he accidentally pasted the entire letter into the subject line, so it was impossible to read. And it was in, like, huge text in my browser. So, like, what the heck is this? But anyway, no worries. I've done uh, dumber things, um, much dumber things. But uh, let's see. Project Apocalypse says this. Hey, uh, hey, uh, been a big fan of the podcast for a while now, so I'm going to just rant to you about stuff related to it. I remember listening to it every day, trying to catch up to where you were at the time and enjoying it a lot. Uh, I just binged the classic run near the end of the summer, and boy, does it just have the perfect summer vibe. Uh, I was a second-generation fan, if you will. Um, I grew up uh, with the classic episodes like in 2009 through DVDs and such. Of course, at that age, I also watched the newer episodes and enjoyed them, uh, but something kept me going back to those classic episodes. Also, the movie is like one of my favorites of all time, and I cried at the credits. Ahem. Anyway, there's an interesting parentheses maybe topic I wanted to bring up about the credits, just how creepy they are. This uh, might be uh, really weird to hear, um, but me and several other people had this weird feeling about the credits, and I was wondering if you maybe shared the same sentiment. Um, Something about the song, and as the show got more contrasted in colors, the credits felt out of place. Uh, It's this thing I can't really describe. It makes me sound crazy. Also, that Space Odyssey part of BC uh, really creeped me out, too. Um, Anyway, yeah, thanks for reading and keep up the good work. By the way, can't wait for the Adventure Time podcast. Parentheses binged that, too. (laughs) And then he says, my favorite episode is hard to choose, but right now, I have to say jellyfish hunter i love how action filled it is for a spongebob episode i remember this one being a special uh, and was surprised to find out it wasn't it packs a lot into 11 minutes without feeling rushed or bloated favorite moment of the episode gotta be the whole musical part uh, and mr krabs going who's playing squidward's records again <laughs> gets me every time <laughs> and then that just got us too this time <laughs> so <laughs> That really got Sarah. <laughs> um, okay, let's react so to that. <laughs> yeah, I guess first let's react to Jellyfish Hunter since we're so giggling about it. Uh, you like that episode, Sarah? Yeah, but that that really actually might be my favorite ep- or favorite moment of that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he says, who's playing Squidward show tunes again? <laughs> Maybe it's records. I can't remember. But, but yeah, that always kills me because it's so mean to Squidward because he's like not even in the episode. It's um, just some guy like, I just had a sandwich, you know, mm-hmm. just like dancing on the tables. Yes. And Mr. Krabs just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he burst through the door pissed off like, who's playing Squidward show tunes again? <laughs> so uh, good stuff. Yeah, um, good stuff. Okay, so I'm parsing out. I'm pretty sure uh, that um, when they talk about the credits, in one instance, they're talking about the film's credits making them cry, which is understandable. Sarah, when you rewatch those, as uh, I will uh, continue to bother you until you do, um, yep. or the, the film, rather, 
don't just watch the credits, but <laughs> you'll watch the film, then you'll get mm-hmm. to the credits, and mm-hmm. you might tear up too, especially when Ocean Man starts playing. It's really mm-hmm. freaking good. Mm-hmm. But I think this this latter part, he's talking, I assume, about the show's credits. So I'm curious, yeah. Sarah, do you vibe with this at all, like feeling creeped out by the credits? Like, I feel like um, if I recall, I'm kind of pulling it up right now just to see. Mm-hmm. It is like... Um, I mean, I I like the the vibe of the background, but I guess oh, yeah. it is. I mean, it kind of becomes a little outdated by the right. time you get to season three, even probably mm-hmm. season two. So I can understand why it's a little bit creepy um, right. or like feels kind of weird. Right. It's like a zoom in on someone's wallpaper and then like this. Like, right. Or a Hawaiian print shirt. But it, that I have in my closet. No, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but yeah. I I don't dislike the credits, but I can see why someone would yeah, yeah. think that. Yeah, yeah. I when I read this at first, I was like, "What are you talking about?" If I'm honest, but the more I thought about, it, I was like, "No, I think that makes sense because there were things when I was a kid that just like were eerie to me, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I was never creeped out by this. I can't remember if Morgan was or if we've just talked about." knowing other people that were, but the three-eyed monkey after every Jimmy Neutron that was like, ah, oh, you know, like I've heard that before. And obviously like within episodes of like Courage the Cowardly Dog and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I, my guess is that it is kind of grayed out. It's very desaturated, the credits. Mm -hmm. And wallpaper is a good way to describe it because it almost looks like it's supposed to be white, but it's been yellowed out or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, the the music is like I keep hitting my mic. The music is very like mellow. Yeah. But I think for me, if it felt eerie or something, it felt off. I think mainly because when I would watch SpongeBob on cable, most of the time, maybe you'd hear like for half a second that like do 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 and like start to play, but it'd just be like one, uh, like do, and then. It would be like coming oh, up next yeah, on Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rocket power. power. <laughs> Dude, what the hell, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, okay, so we get it. That's very specific zeitgeist. <laughs> uh, that was not planned. I want everybody to know. That was really weird. We just quoted the exact same. We watched the same episode, evidently. Yeah. And w- Rocket Power is just like the best example of the most extreme because yeah. Rocket Power wasn't even on that often. It's just like yeah. such a late 90s TV show. Yeah. Anyway. When I would watch them on VHS, then you would see the credits mm-hmm. and it felt like, oh, it's over. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But also they don't creep me out as much now because I've come to really like that song. Mainly it because I, song. I listen to it every week. It's like the end of the podcast, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So anyway, makes sense. But it's I enjoy that observation, uh, Project Apocalypse, mainly for just how specific of a kid feeling it is. Yeah. And I don't have that one. But I have others, such as like, dude, favorite brand of meme by far has got to be the ones that are about those specific feelings. And like I, there's, I saw one that was like, uh, POV, uh, you're eight and have a fever and just woke up in the middle of the night. And it's like a CRT television glowing really bright. And it's just the opening credits of the George Lopez show <laughs> with George Lopez, like bouncing up on the trampoline and they're like, beep, 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 beep. and I'm like, what the <laughs> heck? They were there. I've experienced exactly that. But anyway, so, so real. shout out to Project Apocalypse. Thank you, Project Apocalypse. I was early on that one. But 
All right, Sarah, I believe that's all of the uh, letters, like letter letters mm-hmm. that we have. So let's get into some mm-hmm. of these Instagram responses. Yeah, let's um, do that. So um, I got to shout this out real quick. It's not yeah. an answer. Uh, but my friend Karina responded and said, never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Which I love. Yeah. Um, shout out to Karina, man. Uh, uh-huh. She never saw it and doesn't want to. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) the first one I want to shout out is from Don. Mm. And I believe how you say his last name is Unti, but I'm not Mm. sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never asked him. Maybe I'll ask him sometime. Uh, And he says, band geeks was the best because of is mayonnaise an instrument? And the final song. Nice. Thank you, Don. I'm surprised we haven't gotten more band geeks uh, Mm -hmm. answers so far. Yeah. Anyway, that's good. Yeah. Um, here's one comes from Hannah Oxley, who actually appeared on the podcast before. Yeah. She was on one of our few uh, duo episodes uh, alongside Morgan. <clears throat> she just says, "Pinkies up, SpongeBob." So I assume tea at the tree dome, tea tree at the tea at the tree dome <laughs> is what she's talking about. Um, such a good episode, so and good. one that I'm always shocked is episode number one because it doesn't feel like. Mm-mm. that ancient you know yeah but yep anyway that's great yeah great Got job another one great job hannah um yes this comes from nisha patel mm. who i learned is a follower of the podcast yes and mm-hmm. she says um dehydrated spongebob when he visits sandy for the first time oh, oh my gosh <laughs> Wow! Prompt you at the freedom, and then she That's said, so um, "The other thing is the I'm ready on his first day of work, which nice. is pilot." Yeah, right? yeah. Episode one. Shout out! Shout out, Nisha. Thank you. That's great. I read basically all of mine, so you can just keep reading yours. Oh, good, cool. Yeah. Um. So this one comes from Lucas Jensen. Nice. Shout out to Lucas. Shout out to Lucas, and he goes. He all he says is. He was number one. Nice. I feel That's like I'm saying freaking... that wrong. The inflection is different. No, it's, no, you got it. It's, it's, he it's, it's, was number one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Smitty Werbin, Yagerman Johnson. Yep. Uh, and you know what he says right before that? Remember, licking doorknobs, licking doorknobs is, is illegal on other planets. I forgot Shut it for a second. It <laughs> probably sounded like I was just, anyway, sorry. Thank you, Lucas. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. Um, and then my friend Kylie Herbeck says simply this. Are you finished with those errands? Are you finished with those errands? Ooh. Are you finished with those errands? That's a good one. Which one is that from? Oh, my gosh. I'm blanking. Um, so that's the one where Squidward takes a day off. Yes. Um, but I don't remember if it's called Squid's Day Off or what the actual episode is called. But yeah, he leaves the crusty crab to SpongeBob and keeps uh, and it keeps coming it. back. <laughs> wow, weird. Yes. That's I don't remember that one very much. That's really crazy. At I the remember very it, end, but he he shows up like covered in bubbles and he's like, he's totally crazy. Oh yeah, he's very haggard. Eyes. Yeah, and he says, "Yes, SpongeBob, I'm finished with those air and yeah, <laughs> um, yeah." And then his nose falls off at the end. Mm-hmm. I just remember there's a lot of really funny moments from that episode and one of my favorites is um, he's he says something like hopefully uh, Spongebob hasn't burned down the Krusty Krab yet and he has a thought bubble and uh, uh, P- 
Patrick's like, hey, SpongeBob, can I have some change? And he says, okay, and like smashes the cash register. And it's just it's so mean to SpongeBob <laughs> Patrick. Studies. And then he freaks out like, ah, and runs back. <laughs> and I think that's the same one where he's just standing there and suddenly the Krusty Krab is on fire. I can't remember exactly, but <laughs> yes. I just remember all those asleep moments. asleep at the register or something. Yes, that's it. Doesn't he like fall asleep and his head goes on the <laughs> register and immediately just <laughs> the whole thing bursts into flames? <laughs> and it's also the episode where we actually see Squidward as an octopus in his own tub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dude, that's a weird moment. I know. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Nice. Good. Good. Uh, who is that from? That's from Kylie. Kylie. Thank you, Kylie, for yes, my, my, writing my, in, my, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I have is a three for one. Ooh. From Jake Austin. Okay. And he says one of his favorite moments is whose first words were, may I take your order? Mm, classic. <laughs> Once classic. again, help wanted. Uh-huh. Pilot episode. Pilot episode. Um, and another Patrick quote is firmly grasping. <laughs> That's really good. Firmly That's one of my favorite it. episodes, I think, but I kind of yeah. forget about it. Oh, gosh, that was so good. <laughs> I quote that a lot. That was uh, one that um, me and Morgan would quote a lot when we were first dating. Firmly mm-hmm. grasping. Because it's just... It, the visceral image of him <laughs> stabbing through his cast-covered hands, it's the jellyfish so net, is so freaking good. But oh, that's anyway. a great episode. It's um, so good. And then the last one Jake says is, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. That, that one's so good, too, dude. I know. Yeah, I'm surprised that we haven't got a shout-out from that one, because that one was really popular on the internet a couple years back. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was like... Really big, but mm-hmm. um, nice. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, shout out to everyone that responded to my Instagram yeah. story, and mm-hmm. uh, thank you for your responses. And yeah. you're all wonderful and amazing. And yeah, I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're all good enough in my eyes. Um, <laughs> lastly, I just on my uh, Instagram post, I got a response from one Kenzie Hosh that said, "Halftime show, comma chocolate, comma or the blowing bubbles one." Probably for nostalgia reasons. Um, but then I'm going to play this voice memo here. I assume Kenzie won't mind. But uh, she, won't mind. she sent, or I guess Sarah recorded, <laughs> Kenzie is Sarah's roommate, um, this uh, rendition of the chocolate. So shout out to Kenzie. 10 yeah. out of 10 impersonation of yeah. uh, the old lady that answers mm-hmm. <laughs> the door. But. Yeah. She really put her soul into that voice memo. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. proud of you, Ken's. Yeah. Okay, so now, Sarah, do, did you have uh, some uh, voice memos from your friends that you wanted to play? I do. Um, technically, they're just from two friends. And mm-hmm. I really just was recording us during a conversation. Oh, nice. And then I have um, something for my brother, too. So oh, perfect. I'll, I'll end with that, probably. Cool. Um, but let's see. So let's start with... Uh, so this is my friend, Elizabeth. Shout out to Elizabeth. Uh, she, unfortunately, could never join uh, for an episode, but this is her mm. contribution. Um, and I ask her about... 
her favorite episodes. And so nice. here are some of her favorite moments. Um, to be clear, there are two different episodes, just mm-hmm. so everyone knows. Okay. Let's play this. And you're going to be hearing it from my phone. <laughs> yeah, into her headphones, <laughs> which is great. Right. <laughs> Here we go. The fry cook games. Like when yeah. one of them's a pe- or a pizza, one of them's a popsicle. <laughs> and one's like, oh, uh, freaking Patrick's a cone. <laughs> <laughs> and I love when... Uh, they have to like make all those patties or like he makes all of those patties in the room. He makes a million patties and they suck. And Spongebob makes one patty. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> and what does he do with the cheese? With the cheese? I thought it was lettuce. Oh, he like tucks the pickles in. <laughs> Just like <laughs> Yeah, and like tells them a story or something. Yeah, good times. Nice. Um, she did say earlier that she liked the tucking in of the pickles, but yeah. I wanted to remind oh, her I so see. she could actually, so I could record it. Yeah, that was some um, good wholesome content. Yeah, just a lot of giggling. <laughs> Remember yeah, yeah. SpongeBob, uh, and it's very low energy. We were like being right. very quiet. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, and so now I have a even harder to hear clip mm. of about the magic conch shell. Nice. Um, I like the magic conch shell. Sorry, I kind of laughed over that, listeners, but that's an impression of the Magic Conch show, correct? It's technically Kenzie's impression of the Magic Conch show, okay? um, but it's from very far away and also very hard to hear, so it sounds like a ghost or something. Yeah, which... Does the magic conch ever even make that noise? Or is she mixing up Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy 2 where he wins a conch that like calls? You know what? She's doing the sound they make when they say all hail the magic conch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She was trying to do... I see. Yeah, Yeah. I just misunderstood. (laughs) Nice. I kind of said it weird That was Kenzie? Yeah, in the background. Double shout out to Kenzie. Double and shout out. was it Liz was the first one? Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Elizabeth. What happened again? <laughs> well, it's just not to be confused with Liz, who was also on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That, see, that's why I was confused. I was like, I thought that she was. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so shout out to all those people. I know that you have one more, but mm-hmm. I'll just give them a quick. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out, guys. Real quick. Whoa. Okay. And now, <laughs> uh, what do you got next for us? Uh, this is a bad rendition of a song you may know. Oh, nice. It's because of this song. The Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me. The Krusty Krab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizza is the pizza. Yeah, I love that one so much. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So we probably could have brought more energy to that song, but no, it's great. The whispering is real uh like NPR content. Like 
Yeah. I feel like every NPR show is like, my favorite episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. I watched every Sunday morning as the breeze came through our cold window. That was before Nana uh, lost her job at, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with this bit. But anyway, no, that's the amount of energy was great and perfect. Thank you so much for Thank you um, so much, everyone. Doing yes. some real on on the ground journalism for us. That Sarah. is yes. And you're welcome. You're welcome. For nice. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought that you were done with your voice memo, so I cut you off earlier, but um, Oh no, that's okay. But those are the voice things. Uh yeah. and now you have a text, correct? Yes. My brother sent me a text. Uh and so from my memory, uh, he was the person I watched SpongeBob mm. with. Like my dad would watch occasionally, but uh-huh. um, my brother and I—that's what we would watch together. Kind of like uh-huh. Liz talked about, she watched with her brother too. Totally, we both kind of did that. Um, but <laughs> I said, you know, what what are some of your favorite moments, your favorite episodes? Mm-hmm. Um, and he said. First thing that comes to mind is when Sandy is hibernating and SpongeBob says that Patrick should be pinhead while he himself is dirty Dan. <laughs> the art style of Patrick when he says pinhead <laughs> still makes me laugh thinking about it. Yeah. And he sends a gif of yeah. the incredible. Who you calling pinhead? Gosh, that's so good. <laughs> um, and then he said that another one, and this one kind of surprised me that he said this, but uh-huh. um, he said his, one of his favorite moments is worm sign. Oh, <laughs> when, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, Sandy SpongeBob and the worm. Shout out to Jay Lender. Shout um, out. <laughs> uh, it, he said, like Sandy's some master tracker, but then it's a literal worm sign. Love yeah. it. <laughs> and that's he really said a picture. <laughs> Yeah, that's really funny. So in a couple of weeks, the film Dune is going to come out, the remake that is. Um, and when the we cover that episode, of SpongeBob and the Worm. Yeah. Yes. Dune. Yes, <laughs> that's kidding. correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sequel to the hit film uh, uh, Tremors, starring Kevin Bacon. No, but I, I had no idea that Worm Sign was a direct reference to that film. But because when growing wow. up, I was like, why did she say that? Like. I guess that must be a thing or whatever, but that's really good. It is a really satisfying like line read. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we talk about a lot on the show where yeah. the the line itself just sticks in your head for some reason. Oh yeah. Shout out Carolyn Lawrence, always and forever. Yeah. So good. Worm sign. Worm nice. sign. <laughs> that's great. Um, quick shout out for Sarah's brother. Oh yeah. Um my brother's oh. name is Jake Watka. Oh, right. Double shout out for Jake. Or, you know, just say Ooh. hey or, you know, give him a call sometime. Connect with Jake on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, and then finally, I have one more text. This comes from the late, great Mark Milligan. Well, sorry. Mark's alive. This comes from the great Mark Milligan. Woo. Um, uh, <laughs> so he texted me. Um, Thursday I said, is it too late to write in about my favorite moments? And I said, nope. And then later I said, nope, as in you can still do it. And he said, sweet. <laughs> And then today I still didn't have it. So I was like, just write in by four and I can read it on the air, brother. And he said, will do. And an hour later, he said, going to be super selfish with my moment and just say my favorite moment was just getting to be a part of it and appearing a few times and how awesome the panel episode was. And I was like, that's so nice. What's your favorite episode of SpongeBob? (laughs) I was like, is it Band Geeks? He said, that's the best episode, but it's not my favorite. My favorite episode is probably Health Inspector. So shout out to Health Inspector. 
But uh, I just thought that, that was very nice and a very nice self-indulgent uh, text to end on. Wow. Of the great moments. Uh, Sarah had this idea. So remembering SpongeBob. In remembrance of the podcast. Yeah. I'll probably insert clips from funny moments of the podcast here. What do you guys think of, of all y'all remember how funny it was? Shouts out to all of us seasoned. How high quality it was. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean. How so I never had any editing issues with the podcast and it was always uploaded in pristine condition. <laughs> and always came out on time. <laughs> you know, it's probably just, cheering against it. Against it, yeah. Just never said it's anything dumb. Never said anything incorrect either. <laughs> That's right. Okay, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> that seems honestly really good from the oh, i like was laughing really hard and the music's actually very emotional so mm-hmm. yeah anyway thank you everybody so much for writing in with your favorite moments uh and episodes of spongebob squarepants and all these moments and episodes this is why we need to keep rewatching SpongeBob. Um, I want to try something where, if if I can find a convenient way to do it, I kind of want to just put season one through three on shuffle. I probably won't after I'm done with this podcast. Listen or watch it every single week. Maybe I will, like when I eat cereal in the morning or something. But it's just the show is it's the moments. The moments are what make the show, and the moments are what make life. You know? Mm, yes. You know what I mean, dude? Do you ever I just know what you mean, brother? Do you ever just look at your hand? I'm just kidding. Um, I just thought I sounded kind of stoned when I said that. So, but I, but I'm not. Okay. Um, well, signing off for one of the last times. Thank you, Sarah, so much for joining us. I don't think I'm forgetting anything else. But do you have any other uh, closing thoughts? This is, of course, not your last episode, but. Um, no, I mean, uh, thank you. I'll, I'll save the sappiness for another time. But thank yes. you for having me on the show. Um, thank you for everyone writing in. Uh, mm-hmm. for people who responded to me but also who responded to Sam and mm-hmm. man it's just a great show and it's a great time yeah and back to you Steve <laughs> we'll, we'll do it live ah, what a what, what a wonderful what a wonderful time they that it is as they say reading the mail uh with with a good friend and a and a cup of tea thank you again to Sarah for joining us um, for the podcast um, today, she's not here anymore because um, that segment's over and, and we're in this one now. Thank you uh, to you, listener, um, for writing in. Uh, and thank you, listener, for uh, listening to that last segment. I don't know why my, my mic quality is better now, but, you know, anyway, I thought about, you know, at the front being like, hey, guys, I tried my best. Really sorry that the quality's not as good, but I didn't want to, like, put in your head, like, Hey, you know, this episode this episode's gonna suck. Um, so that the whole time you're like, man, this episode does suck. So if you thought that, sorry. If you didn't, you're welcome. Okay. Now obviously we talk a lot about SpongeBob on this podcast, but today we're gonna take a slight detour. I've got a story for you today and a segment that probably belongs in the ranks of serial and this American life. This is a story of intrigue, a mystery that's driven me crazy for nearly two decades, and a rabbit hole that once you fall down, you just might not come back from. Not to oversell it. This, though, is a story of the weirdest thing I have ever seen on television and one of the strangest things to ever happen to me. 
It's the early 2000s, sometime during the day, and I'm alone in the family room with the TV on when a commercial comes on. The commercial uh, features animation from the Nick Jr. television show Oswald, a show that I liked fairly well, though it was no Blues Clues or SpongeBob SquarePants. Hey, Oswald! For those not familiar, Oswald was an animated television show that ran on Nick Jr. from late 2001 onward. It followed the escapades of a blue anthropomorphic octopus named Oswald and his pet hot dog, Weenie, as they navigated life in the big city. Say, may I borrow your unicycle? Absolutely. Thank you. See you at the party. This is pretty good. So anyway, this Oswald commercial comes on. But very quickly, I realize that something is off about this commercial. And that's because over the visuals of Oswald the Octopus, there is audio from the hit MTV reality television show, the Osbournes. Someone has been in my room and taken my beers away from my room. I don't think so, darling. Uh, Who would do that? Uh, For those unfamiliar with that show, The Osbournes was a reality TV show that followed the everyday lives of Black Sabbath singer Ozzy Osbourne and his family, namely his kids Kelly and Jack, and his wife. Sharon! I was familiar with the show because, though it was not appropriate for me to watch as a kid, uh, nor did I want to watch it, it was a big hit with my older siblings at the time, and thus it was on in our household often. So I'm watching this commercial, and it features audio from the Osbournes laid over video from Oswald. What's more, the commercial, quote-unquote, has been cut to look like a commercial for the Osbournes, starring the cast of Oswald. Oswald is quote-unquote voiced by Ozzy Osbourne, Weenie is voiced by Sharon, and I know for a fact, I saw with my own eyes, at some point in the commercial, Sharon slash Weenie swears at Ozzy slash Oswald, and it's bleeped out. You can imagine my shock. The commercial is narrated like a typical TV commercial, and it concludes with a typical TV commercial narrator sting, the Osbournes, or the Oswalds can't remember which that's the only detail that's fuzzy in my mind but the commercial ends the tv broadcast carries on and i'm left stunned and confused and as you can imagine many of the details of the commercial immediately become fuzzy in my mind not because i wasn't paying attention but because i was so confused by what i just saw and was trying to make sense of it Knowing that my mom watched the Osbournes with my older siblings, I later recount to her what I saw, telling her that I think Nickelodeon is doing a crossover between Oswald and the Osbournes. As you can imagine, she's very confused and doesn't give it much attention, probably thinking I'm making the story up, understandably. And of course, nothing ever becomes of the commercial. Years go by. I'm so confused. What the heck did I watch? As I grow older, it becomes more and more apparent to me just how inappropriate such a commercial would have been for the Nick Jr. audience. So how did it end up on the air? Did I accidentally have MTV turned on and not Nick Jr.? No, there's no way. I had their channel numbers memorized by heart and I doubt, seriously doubt, I would have had turned to channel 32 instead of channel 24 by accident. But even if I had, There's no way Viacom would have ever allowed such a potentially confusing joke commercial to air on MTV anyway. 
So what the heck was that? Why did it only ever air once? And how on earth did it happen? As I enter high school, I'm more proficient at online research and I try doing some Google searches. I find nothing. As I approach my early 20s, I begin to accept maybe it happened or maybe I just imagined the whole thing. Until. In 2018, just out of curiosity, I'm doing one more Google search and I find this Reddit post. Help! Solve the Oswald parody mystery! I've been recently poking around to solve a Nickelodeon-related mystery. Until today, I thought my siblings and I were alone in believing that the thing in question even existed. Synopsis. In early mid-2000s, a short clip aired with the animation from Oswald the Octopus Children's Show, which formerly aired uh, as reruns on Nick Jr. dubbed with audio from The Osbournes, a reality show on MTV featuring Ozzy Osbourne and his family, which ended in 2005. One distinct moment in the clip shows Oswald's hot dog-shaped dog, who is dubbed to appear to say, no, no, no through a clip of Sharon Osbourne's voice. Has anyone else seen this? Does anyone have recorded footage of the incident? Holy This is it! This is enough for me! Somebody else has seen the commercial! That means that it happened! Holy crap! Mind you, this isn't like two people describing how they think that they saw a commercial about a yellow bird or something. This is two individuals with no prior knowledge to one another recounting an incredibly specific and unlikely event in which the voices of Ozzy Osbourne and his family are laid over animation of a relatively obscure cartoon from the early 2000s! Holy crap! The commercial happened! I keep reading. Under the post, somebody else has commented, I saw it as a kid as well. Had a habit of ignoring commercials, but I can vividly remember someone saying Ozzy to Oswald and then having a distressed look, or maybe he was the one that said it, which drew my attention back to the screen. That's three people that have seen it now. And the post user slams Dooski links to two other posts of his, one from five years earlier, simply asking if anybody else remembers the incident. And in the other post, he goes into even more detail. Tip of my tongue, Nickelodeon cartoon clip of Oswald the Octopus dubbed with audio from the Osbournes reality TV show. It was the mid-2000s, I was at my grandma's house on a Sunday doing something in the living room. The TV was playing the Nickelodeon channel, US, in the background. I wasn't paying much attention to it. It was between 12 and 3 p.m. in the afternoon. I believe the channel was nearing the end of a sequence of daily content meant for younger children. Uh, that is Bob the Builder, Little Bill, Oswald the Octopus, etc. Then something caught my ear. What I began hearing was audio from the Osbournes, a reality show that aired on MTV between 2002 and 2005. When I looked up, I saw animations from Oswald the Octopus, children's TV show chopped and mixed to match the audio. I distinctly remember one of the characters, maybe the sunflower or Oswald's hot dog shaped dog, exclaiming no no no. The particular soundbite was audio recorded from Sharon Osbourne during an episode of the Osbournes that I have also yet to pinpoint. To narrow down the timeline a bit, I am pretty sure this happened at or before 2005. Oswald was airing his reruns at this time. It had only uh, one season airing in the U.S. in 2001. The Osbournes was also canceled from MTV in 2005. I've looked around for this clip and any talk about it, it probably aired at a time before content was ripped to the internet as frequently as it was in the years to follow. I'm posting here with the hopes that someone happened to be recording the channel at the time because I haven't had any luck finding written accounts 
of people watching the same thing. Initially, I figured that surely some forum posts would exist to confirm it uh, from around the time. No luck. All I have to go on currently is uh, some half confirmation from my siblings who say that they remember it happening as well. I remember my brothers and I talking afterward about how we were convinced that Nickelodeon was briefly taken over by quote network pirates. I have also talked to a few friends who said that they had a fuzzy memory of hearing slash seeing something familiar. For all I know, they could be recalling some fabricated memory born from original telling. It's hard to say. Underneath that post, another person has commented, This is totally real. I vividly remember it. That's four. And finally, they link to another post from a totally different person describing the same event. The Oswald short on Nickelodeon, summer of 2003-ish. For years I have been asking people if they remember this short that aired on Nickelodeon one summer evening in 2003. Pretty sure it was 03 or 04. I believe it was the same day the Kids' Choice Award was supposed to be airing, and after that night it never aired again. Nobody remembers this happening except me, or so I thought. It was a short that happened during a commercial break. The title sequence was just the title The Oswalds, clearly a parody of the Osbournes, with Oswald the Octopus and his friends. Basically, the Oswald characters were shouting at each other the way Ozzy and his family did. In fact, it may have been dubbed with the real audio from The Osbournes. I found it funny at the time, and I can't remember the story, or if there uh, even was one, because even at the time, I found it so random. All I know is that this phantom memory comes up every once in a while, and nobody I have brought it up to has ever remembered it happening. I tried to Google it in the past, and have always come up dry. Did anybody else out there witness this bizarre parody also? Underneath it, two more people have commented, I remember it, I'm pretty sure Oswald's dog was the one saying Ozzy with Sharon Osbourne's voice. Another person comments, OMG, yes, I remember too. I'm not the only one. I have asked people about it and no one knows what I'm talking about. And I just created an account to reply. Lol. That's five and six. Holy frick. Having now lost my mind, I make posts to the Nick Jr., Oswald the Octopus, and Lost Media subreddits detailing my experience and asking if anyone has any recollection of it happening or other further details. One user comments, I recall coming home from school and my twin sister, who was out sick for the day, was freaking out, telling me all about it. Never believed her until recent years when I found others online describing the same clip. Pretty sure I've made a similar post with an old account, too. I haven't found anything still. And that's seven. In addition to this, I reach out to the creator of that original post that I discovered and get a few more details from them as well. So now, putting all the details together, here's the added context I have in addition to my own unique memory. Several people saw the commercial. It indeed aired during the day, likely mid-afternoon, possibly late summer around August. It aired sometime between 2002 and 2005 most likely in 2002 after the premiere of the Osbournes and at the height of Oswald's popularity. A while goes by and I hear nothing. Another individual reaches out asking if they can use my post in a video about the mystery, which I was happy to agree to, and I'll link their video in the description as well. But beyond that, as far as I know, that's pretty much it. So, what happened? Now, to be clear, the simplest answer is we don't know. And we might not ever know unless a Nickelodeon exec from that time tells us. But here's my personal theory of what happened. 
I think a broadcast signal intrusion hit Nickelodeon, or at least something like it. For those that don't know, a broadcast signal intrusion is the, quote, hijacking of broadcast signals of radio, television stations, cable television, broadcast feeds, or satellite signals without permission nor license. Basically, someone who doesn't run the broadcast channel takes over the signal via nefarious means and airs content of their own. User Slams Dooski suggested something similar, and this theory makes the most sense to me. But whether it was from outside intervention or just an internal prank, I do not think that the Oswald Osborne commercial was ever meant to air. There is just simply no way a satirical found footage parody commercial using a children's IP mashed up with a profanity-laden reality TV show would ever get approved by the parent company, especially to air on daytime young children's programming. The next best explanation to me would be that the commercial was made internally as a joke and aired by mistake. But that's it. That's all the information I have and my best explanation of what happened. If you or anyone you know has more information about this event, please reach out to me or any of the other people researching this weird early 2000s TV mystery. And if you personally worked for Nickelodeon at this time and would happen to know anything about this, please, please, please come forward and tell us what the heck happened that day. episode of Absorbent in Yellow, <laughs> a Spongebob deep dive. I hope that you enjoyed that uh, segment that has nothing to do with Spongebob. But that's that's a true story, you guys. <laughs> I want you to understand that that really freaking happened to me. It was really weird. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Uh, please tune in again <laughs> next week. I don't know how to... That is so crazy to me. I do not know how to go on with the rest of my day after going through all of that again. Anyway, uh, what was I going to talk about? Uh, next week, we're going to be uh, discussing the pilot episode Help Wanted again with guest Sarah Watka taking a visit back, hopefully going in uh, to even more detail as we um, reflect on how awesome that episode is. So your homework for this week, just watch Help Wanted again. And I really think that you're going to enjoy it because you're going to see how uh, many um, things kind of connect from the very beginning of the pilot all the way to the end of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. It's going to be pretty freaking awesome. But with that, thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, goodbye. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Goodbye, everyone. I'll remember you all in therapy. <laughs> <laughs>